my brother. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Odin Samuro Sons podcast. We got Brandon, Katie, Patrick, and myself, Jeremy, uh, talking about the last half of the She-Hulk series. How are we doing? Brandon, uh, it's been a minute since we've uh, circled back to this show. Um, why don't we get a, ref- why don't we just, you know, let's just jump right into it. How do we, how do we, how do we like the last half of She-Hulk? Maybe not as compared to the first half, but what do we think of the last half of She-Hulk? Well, let's just start by going into each episode, I think. so. Absolutely. The first episode was episode six and it was titled Just Jen. And this was the wedding episode. Um, and I personally like this episode. It was kind of a real tease for us at the end of episode five when they showed the Daredelva helmet. And then at the beginning of episode six, she was just like, I know this is a really inconvenient time for you, but that's how weddings are. They're inconvenient for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Which is realistic. Yeah. And I was just like, this show is so self-aware. It's hilarious. They just knew that they were just giving us the biggest gag. And I, I just thought it was a very funny and pleasant episode. Um, I, I personally really liked it. I liked how Titania showed up to like fuck with Jen. I thought that was really funny. Um, and how I liked how she soccer punched her uh, when she was throwing up. I thought that was really funny. And her so, whole dance montage <laughs> yeah. was great. So, I got a question right here. So when yeah. she's intoxicated, you know, as a human, obviously, well, she's, you know, going to be intoxicated, but then as she Hulk, she's fine right but i think we saw here that she had struggled tremendously trying to transform while she's yeah. intoxicated something that we don't really get to see she she eventually got to transform right was there anything oh, particular yeah. that that like sparked that or she just like kind of she it was just humor she was drunk and it was funny and i i personally really like this and how uh titania was like this is just pathetic and then she was like oh <laughs> give me a second and i was just like thought the way that she said that was really funny i don't know i just thought this show had really good humor through and through and i think episode six really showed that especially how she was like kind of like the bridesmaid who was kind of just shat on all over the place her her the groom that she walked down the aisle or the uh, grooms when she walked down the aisle with was a talk <laughs> yeah that's but, true Yeah, going back and then fourth wall breaks just like you wouldn't think they'd work anywhere else. I think we talked about this in our last episode of like talking about She-Hulk, but like I think it still amazed me how well they they utilize breaking the fourth wall with, you know, Jen Walter's character in Mm -hmm. in like it it, it, it makes her stick out, you know, just like Deadpool does, you know, stick out. I think my favorite, my favorite fourth wall break so far was when she was on the phone with Bruce and Bruce goes, I was a different person back then. And then she looked at the camera and goes, ha ha. Right. Because we know what that meant. Yeah. (laughs) I I thought I I didn't pick that up. That's because (laughs) because he was Edward Norton back then. And I just think that addressing that like that is just absolute prime and just hilarious nice detail uh, i actually don't even remember that happening but that's that's hilarious it's yeah it's good writing and good comedy and yeah i don't know i, th- I thought episode six was a great episode because first yeah. of all the levity and the timing that you know they were they teased daredevil but i also thought it was just like also just a really funny episode wedding episode the the bride was like the most annoying person ever and it was just yeah. like oh my pure God. comedy gold yeah. That was the ugliest wedding dress I've ever seen. It was so funny. 
It, it, that that thing was hideous, and yeah, I was, was just what's like, the stylist name in She Hulk? Uh, Luke Jacobson. What would he say about it? He would probably spit would, on it. <laughs> no, he he wouldn't say anything about. It. He doesn't. He wouldn't acknowledge it exists. Yeah, that's a, very, that's a valid point. That's, or he would like faint or something. Uh, yeah, he would have faint. He would just be yeah, like, yeah, like just ignores exactly. it. He would just ignore him. Like I, I see nothing. All right, so episode six is a good wedding episode, and now we're transition. Is it now episode seven? Brandon, the retreat. What? The retreat. Okay, this is when she's like waiting for a text from that guy. After all their the night, dates. Yes, that spent the night at her place and did not get a text. And like, I love, I-, I loved the, re- I loved that retreat because it was so like, where's the Wi-Fi like type of an episode, you know? It was, yeah, I really liked the retreat. The, um, it was a different turn than I thought it would take, you know, I didn't think we'd see that, that guy again who stole, who tried to steal her blood. But mm-hmm. it was overall a good episode. Uh, Manbull and El Aguila were really funny. Oh, they were hilarious. Uh, so um, can you give us a little bit more background on some of these uh, characters they introduced? Uh, yes, I, I can actually. Um, so El Aguila is a mutant. He is actually a mutant. He's um, He has the power of bioelectricity. And I there's a few iterations of him, but there's like, Basically, he was a matador um, at one point, and he kind of had powers. And then Manbull was a uh, horrific science experiment, and in the comics, his face is so much more gruesome. It's wild, actually. It's 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 pretty cool illustrations, actually. They mellowed him down? Is that what you're saying? Yes, and then Saracen is actually Blade's son um, in the comics, Saracen is the uh, guy who had that mask on. It smells really bad. No, Saracen was is the vampire. Oh, the vampire. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. oh. That and makes sense. That I makes don't really know a whole lot about, about Porcupine. I I feel like Porcupine. he was a Spider Man villain at one point, but like I don't know. The vibe that I was getting from them was they were very Disneyfied. They, <laughs> they were, and obviously they were. But like, keep in mind, this is a comedy. That's the whole point of it. It's the entire thing is it a comedy. And yeah, I think that's, that's like what sometimes people forget about this show. It's it's something different and it's not going to fit the mold of any other show because it's meant to be hilarious. And it was and and like ironic and it, it was to the end. Um, and the retreat is the perfect episode to sum up how ironic and funny this all was. Um, yeah. And then we reached the end of the episode, which we start to see, you know, of course, mm-hmm. that guy she slept with, you know, what he was really doing. And, you know, I remember it's it's very maddening. We talk about this, you know, because, I mean, clearly this is just kind of like, uh, uh, this is, what do, what do you call it again when it's basically kind of like similar to something? Uh, cliche? No, not, no, not cliche. Uh, it's, no. it's, it's basically on the long, the same lines as like, you know, when guys just, you know, sleep with women and just kind of like using them. Oh, just this, is relatable. this is it's relatable. This is relatable. Like a it's, test. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 basically kind of like that. In this case right here, he's he basically just used her just to get. Well, you know. one thing I want to point out about that is that I remember when we saw that episode, we were all in the group chat. We were like, "Wow, that's really gross and upsetting that they did yes. that." Yeah. And I think that was like the point of it, because we see like the point of the entire show at the end at, at the last episode, 
Oh so yeah, like, 100%. They basically they basically acknowledge I think that the, it's like a disgusting thing that this person did and that that's why we're kind of going with something else that's like more original and not like the super superhero uh soldier serum you know that that this is kind of similar to if you really think about it. I want to hear but, uh, I'd like to hear what Katie has to say cuz I know she has some very strong feelings about like how that Yeah, yeah how Katie, that say hi ended. to the people. <laughs> Hi, people. Yeah. Um, about what in particular? Oh, just the, the ending of the episode. You know how she was basically used, and like mm-hmm. you know, men use women for purposes that just are despicable. Ul- yeah, ulterior motives. You know, whether it's just literally just using it for sex, or whether it's for like some other purpose, like for example, getting her blood in this case right here, like and just basically ghosting her after that, and then. Everything that transpired after that, right? You yes, know, that Katie. Whole... What is the female? What is what is your female perspective of of seeing the end of that episode? Uh, disgusting. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it made me angry for her. Mm-hmm. Um, just the culmination between those two episodes. It's just infuriating. Like she's just trying to find a person to vibe with as herself not as she hulk who is like Mm -hmm. a whole separate individual and looks different than she does which is a whole separate conversation as well about like beauty standards and people's perceptions of you based on how you look and Mm -hmm. it's just really disgusting it's like he he got along with her like seemed to get along with her so well just lured her into a complete trap just like tricked her the whole time you know he was lying the whole time and it's you know how many times you know it's frustrating to see, see that's yeah that happens thing. too often like in you know for very bad ulterior motives like you just said patrick brandon go ahead oh no no i was just gonna say i think it's you know it's very awful obviously but like i also think this show does a really good job of like kind of illustrating how like a lot of women feel and you know as someone who's gay a lot of women do feel like they can come and talk to me i do have a lot of girlfriends um and so i i don't have a lot of girlfriends who like marvel though <laughs> but i i do you think should fix that, that just kate <laughs> um, but i i do think that this show did have some very valid points about how maybe how women feel i know i'm not personally a woman i know i can't speak as a woman but it, it kind of feels like this show had a lot of themes that like women can empathize with a lot and right. I think that's really good on Marvel to kind of build that in the future um, because it's very important because like I, when, you know, she was trying to control her Hulk powers, she was basically like, well, you know, Bruce was like, you have to learn how to control your anger and like everything like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I basically have to, because like, if I don't, I'll get belittled by my colleagues or maybe even murdered. And like, you know, that she says that. And I just think this show does a really good job of that, of just like, she's just a, a woman who's insanely intelligent, just kind of trying to live her life. And she just kind of happens to be a Hulk. Um, and I just personally really love this show, but let's move on to the eighth episode. Eighth episode yeah. Uh, yeah. Ribbit and Rip It. Um, okay, this was, this was just comedic gold. This was <laughs> from, hilarious. From and, and, and we did finally get to see uh, Hey, hold on. Sorry, guys. So, Go sorry for it, Patrick. Sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt. I think uh, Katie wanted to add something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, ahead. I didn't hear you. Yes, please, Katie. Let's hear it. Well, um, 
that whole situation just really infuriated me personally as well uh, because I had a situation that happened like that in college where somebody oh. like used me essentially for their own purposes. And it's, it's very angering. It makes you feel confused. Right. And very mm-hmm. upset. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching that was just oh, so frustrating. Did it bring back, a, it bring back, it brought a flashback to your head. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought about, I thought about the two. And what Katie said that, you know, she's talked to me about what happened, you know, when, you know, when we first started dating, and I felt very angry for her. I was like, how could you do this? Like, how could mm-hmm. anyone do anything like this right here? Like, on a, like to, to just treat somebody who's just as an object, not as a human being, you know, like, go fuck yourself, basically, is what yeah. I tell these kind of people. Like, I don't swear very much on this podcast, but... To those kinds of guys out there, you know, or gals, whoever it is, whoever you are, you know, if you, if that's all you see people as, it's just simply as objects for your own self-gratification, for your own selfish purposes, like, get out of here. You ain't no human. You're less than human right there. That's my take on that, personally. I've, it, it pissed me off right there. I know it pissed Katie off, right? You know, and dude, that's, that's, sorry. That's <laughs> Patrick, we could listen to this side of you all day because it's, it's, it's genuine. Honestly, you know, it yeah. is as genuine as it sounds and and, and you as well, Kate, because it's it's as genuine as it gets. And that's what we look for when we're talking about things like this on this podcast is like if, if, if this if there are things of, like about Marvel or Star Wars or anything of that nature that that make you feel a certain way, whether it's it's like, you know, excited, happy, great. But there's also the, there's also, you know, there's also that other side. And this is a perfect example of that, you know, for, for both of you guys. Yes. Yeah, this is this show is really comedic and silly and entertaining and fourth wall breaky and all of that stuff, but all of the things that are happening in the show are like real shit. <laughs> real shit. Yes, real like shit. it is it is very real it is very real especially for like I mean, and Katie, none of us, myself, Patrick, and Brandon know this, but like but we kind of see it from from like a perspective of like it's it's it is insane how much harder women have to work to you know earn to get the same type of respect as men in the workplace and that and I think it's very illustrated when when Jen when Jennifer Walters is working as a lawyer you know Absolutely. I mean correct me yeah correct me if I'm wrong on that guys you know it is it is very well illustrated I think in my opinion. And then you Anyways. have, of course, the ultimate antagonist here, which we're kind of getting into. I know we want to talk about Daredevil in the next episode right here. Yeah, yeah, we have, yeah. We have our mm-hmm. antagonist we know is, uh, God, what is, what is her name again? Intelligentsia? Mm-hmm. Intelligentsia, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's basically literally just a boop, boop, group of, like, pretty much. It's a group of the gross dude bros on the internet who keep the complaining incels. about She-Hulk. It's, and- it's Disney's <laughs> version but they of, address oh, cute, the toxic it's, it's, fandom of Marvel, which is it's, like it's such so a good funny. thing, you know. It's, so it's hilarious, but so it's also meta. like it's, it's putting a mirror to like the fandom a little bit. It's, it's insanely <laughs> meta. How and this is probably the most fourth wall breaking part of the show of them all is like how in the end they are poking fun at the very people who are commenting on all of those videos exactly, on all the, yeah. all the social media saying this is the worst show ever you know this is terrible she hulks terrible like this is not in line with the comics and all the complaints we see all this the time. is how very in line with the comics actually like how many of these <laughs> like people too. are got are like 
you know, guys, you know, just the same people that this show was depicting as intelligentsia. Like, that's the funniest part to me that they don't understand that this show is making fun of them, that they're it's villainizing so, them. And they, yeah, yeah they like, who's, who's the, who's and... the, what's the guy's name that, that works in, uh, at the law firm with Jen and her best friend? What's his name? Uh, Pug. <sighs> yeah, when he, like, goes <laughs> undercover at the intelligentsia, like, get-together, and he's like, you know, like you know, trying to blend in by just saying, like whatever is being fed into his ear by James. You know, he's like, okay, I can be gross. <laughs> it, exactly. It, like, and it's and it and it goes back to a lot of what you what what you guys, Katie and and, and uh, Patrick, were just talking about as you know a part of this that kind of just you know made you feel some type of way. You know. Yeah, and what's actually even extra funny is that her f- friend, oh gosh, what's her name again? I, oh, I'm forgetting. Which friend? Uh, her, para, her paralegal. Oh, um. You, you guys know the name of her. Paralegal right? friend, just keep going. Yes. Oh, uh-huh. uh, Nikki. Nikki, yeah. Nikki, yeah, Nikki, yeah. So Nikki was just feeding him all this information. She because she knows, like you know, all like pretty much all women know all that's the shit the, that these exactly assholes say she all the got time. In the chat with, by doing that, like she yeah, knows exactly. what to feed them. <laughs> it's she I relatable. I really liked her too. She was a phenomenal She's great. character. Oh, she I played love her how character she was outside the barn or, or the retreat thing, and she lost connection with him. <laughs> First, she was like. Oh, he can improv. And then she was like, oh, the guy can't improv. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just all right. That was back, back on task. Of, we, yeah, right, yeah. We, we were, we were, rip um, it and rip it. Ribbon and rip it dare, and let's daredevil. Talk, let's talk oh, about man, ribbon that and rip dude. It. Can you He's give us background? Also just such a stereotypical privileged white dude. Can you give us some background on this guy? Uh, I think Katie just said it. <laughs> 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 He in the comics, he he's been an antihero. He's been a villain, um, but his powers look so lame. I I haven't really seen a lot of a lot of like screen grabs from his comics to like read read any of it. But like he's really goofy looking. Brandon, do you know like, who he reminds family. me of? Who he reminds me of? Incrediboy from the Incredibles. Oh my god. A little bit. I, I could kind of see that a little bit. For the bit. arc of like, I want to be just like you. But now I don't like you. I want to be a villain towards you. But in the comics, he does have rich parents in the comics. Um, but oh, I, nailed I it, Katie. love this. It was so funny. Um, and I thought I loved how this is like kind of how like they brought Daredevil and She-Hulk together. I thought this was like a genius way of doing that. Through like the super suit and like a lawsuit was such a creative way of doing that. Um, a great way to bring Daredevil oh, in the, the fold. That lawsuit right there, man. That was just like that's classic. And how he Matt solved Mur- it with his nose. Classic. Yeah, he's like, uh, is that Jet Fuel? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like, yeah, it's Jet Fuel. <laughs> Brandon, God. there was a text message you sent me about Jen Walters, and it's like, man, it's amazing how <laughs> Jen- Brandon. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but but it was about yeah. like oh, yes, about, I do remember. Yeah. I said that I was like, it's really amazing how Daredevil just shows up in the MCU, gets Peter Parker absolved of terrorism charges, and then fuck She Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> He's making that's like exactly what Brandon. Te- yeah, that is what Brandon texted me, and I'm like, I was just I was just like, they're both unstoppable. Oh my god! <laughs> but here's the thing, like. I love Daredevil. However, he seemed v- way more acrobatic than the last time we saw him, you know, in, you know, the, 
the Netflix series. Like he was like they looking got the around budget for it. You know, he's going to exactly be, what I was thinking. He I was, was like, he's going to be dude. in the big leagues now. They're going to like kind of do it up a little bit. We only got yeah. like a taste of what he can do. And and currently, Charlie Cox is training in MMA for his new series, cool. which oh, is excellent. And, and he's like, I'm trying. He basically was in like an interview, and he's like, I'm trying to get jacked and fit and know what I'm doing. <laughs> And yeah, just so, like his like, dad, Jack. Is, exactly. And <laughs> I love Jack. it when actors get into shit like that. And he's not taking his like you know, his his new chance for granted. So I'm I'm very appreciative of his hard work. So I think it's gonna be a really good show and it's probably gonna rival She Hulk. It's probably hopefully not gonna be a comedy, but I, I think there is room for comedy in there, but there's not as much room for comedy in Daredevil as She-Hulk. Though. You're, you're I, right, but Daredevil was hilarious in She-Hulk too, though. You know, like it, right, I mean, right. It but was that in his series, he he did have the one-liners again. It's more like dark humor. It was a dark, gritty he's, series, he's but I don't. I, I think Daredevil should be more. We have a little more more serious of a tone, in my opinion. At, at least the show should. I, yes, I think yes. it's gonna. Yes. My he, my speculation is overall. That, he does a lot of humor in the comics. Mm. Daredevil does a lot of humor in the comics. He has a lot does of he? quippy lines as a blind yeah. man, a lawyer, and yeah, as true. Daredevil himself. He has a lot of quippy one-liners that are very insulting to certain people. Um, not, not, oh, not like that. It's like, like the, <laughs> on people on the receiving end is what I mean. Um, but he's he's very sarcastic and all that. So it like it would be funny to see like more dark humor in that. But it wouldn't be I mean, the same that humor can as still, She-Hulk. That can still happen and not yeah. have a yeah. and have a serious show. My, I mean, my guess is true. that it's it's going to be like I don't think it's going to be nearly as dark and gritty like the Netflix series because I think that might be a bit too intense for you know the Disney series. But you're right. I think we're going to see something a little lighter than that, somewhere in between like your average like Disney you're, series seeing you're and exactly and like right. Netflix series. So it's gonna. Because we, we can't just make that jump the gun, but go back to like all oh, the crazy what guys getting decapitated by Wilson Fisk, you know, with a car door. Or nonsense the, remember the guy like just threw his head on like a fucking spike because he just gave up Ugh. Wilson Fisk's name. Oh like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I, like, I, I don't not imagine see that Disney, you know. No. <laughs> but if we, I mean, I don't just I won't rule out that being a possibility, but it's kind of hard to see that way, especially seeing how you know, like you said, Daredevil is being portrayed this time around. In well, but, let's put it like this. Okay, you remember in Black Panther where Killmonger kills Adora Milaje? Yes. Yeah. He slits their throat. There's like yes. nothing. There's no, no there's, blood. There's no blood. Yeah, that's no blood. I, and she every just time I watch that scene, I'm like, like, I'm like, where's the blood? Like, I'm just like, oh, Disney. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, was so just I, like, Disney, Disney, Disney. So you I have know? a question They're not going to allow that. In, in What's your question, level. Patrick? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, oh, go ahead. So on the topic of uh, Daredevil here, uh, yep. since we finally got, got to it, so obviously, I wasn't expecting him to, you know, have some good times with uh, uh, Jen right here. But so I'm happy for both of them. On the other hand, though, one has to wonder what's going on with his relationships with like Karen Page, and I don't know where Electra will they be. They don't in this exist. Universe, like they don't exist yet. Like where are we? They're in not his in this universe. Yet, because- are they? Netflix, the Netflix series aren't a thing. They are not canon at all. They it might be wonder- like. A- so they're, they're starting from scratch with Daredevil. Start, is that, is this it? is he, he. It's confirmed by Charlie Cox and by the producers that the Netflix series is not canon. They not are just canon. bringing. Okay. They are bringing Charlie Cox back, the actor, to play this role because of a petition by fans. By petition so, by like, fans, good shit. So and Wilson like, Fisk, right? And, the and, guy that and plays Wilson, Wilson Fisk too. Oh, yeah. And Wilson Fisk too. Also part I've of heard- the Netflix series, not canon at all. 
I've heard that Foggy, uh, the factor for Foggy, I forgot his name. He will be reprising his role. He will well. also be. And but there Karen was also, Page not returning, unfortunately. Is she not returning? Is that confirmed? She may be in the future. Maybe she's a character that we don't know oh, of yet. She's so Maybe great. She, so she, everything, she everything cast wise has been has been fan petition based. Basically, yeah. Charlie Cox was there was like a very large petition to save Daredevil when it moved over because Disney got the rights back before the the show could really like finish finish. We could so see yeah. Electra back, right? Because I heard there was even a rumor that the same actress I forgot her name again, um, who will Elodie Young, the role. I think. It, but it, I, I there haven't right? been any like confirmations of that. But I think we're getting a little off track here, which is kind of ironic. Let's finish up episode nine. I want to bring it back to episode nine, which is the title, Whose Show Is This? Which is very ironic because we're talking about Daredevil all the time. Um, Yeah. Let's just get get into this. Let's just start at the retreat. Um, We will, you know, Jen smashed everything. Let's start backtrack a little bit. Sorry. Jen smashed everything at the gala. She has to wear an inhibitor. She her life is spiraling. She gets fired. She goes to the retreat. Wait, um, hold on. Let's let's backtrack for a second further. Why she smashed a TV right there? Because intelligentsia was, exposed her. Yeah, but we covered that. <laughs> well, well, uh, one thing right there is like, it's 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 such a double standard, right? Like how it's apparently not okay for you know someone like Jen, a woman, to react. Know, be, sli- no, not well, react that way, but also you know just. Be, be a human being, you know, sleep with people, you know, date other guys. And yet he, they're slut shaming her, basically. You know, these guys are slut shaming her. Whereas, you know, if it was a superhero like Daredevil, no one's going to bat an eye, right? You know, and I think Could that's probably another... actually applaud that, too. Well, it's yes. different, too, because one of them has like a secret identity. And Jen was kind of like forced out of her own identity because she had to say that's people, also true, you know, so like it, it's really like a hard thing for her because you know, she didn't really ask for this or, like, was she just gonna let a bunch of, like, jurors die? And then it, it she was right. She kind of got punished for doing, like, the wrong thing and saving people, and then she's she's getting punished for advancing her career and working at a prestigious law firm, so you're right. There is a, a huge double standard to that, but let's kind of get into... I really want to talk about her final fourth wall break. Yes. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I know I'm getting sick because I'm starting to feel like shit, so I do want to not have a very long episode, so I do apologize to our audience. Um, but I do want to get into the fourth wall break. Uh, I thought it was really cool how all these plot lines just kind of started shitting on each other and culminating together. Um, I <laughs> it thought kind it kind of reminded me of Wayne's World, the end of it, Wayne's World. You're right, when everything just comes together. And like, I thought it you was know what? Let's so. Let's do the mega happy ending. <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny how Titania just busted through a wall and she was just like all right i'm here and just starts kicking all their asses (laughs) that was just so funny and out of pocket and then she was like titania and then and then bruce Bruce comes comes through the ceiling (laughs) and then then she's like what this isn't how it's supposed to end and then and then Oh, then the Disney Plus menu shows up. We all, to, please, to those listening and to, ever, to, 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 to everyone here on this episode, you all thought you clicked the back button on your remotes by accident 
like I did, right? I was confused for no. a second. I was like, wait, what I happened? was like, what is happening? I knew something was <laughs> happening because I am I was very stoned when that episode was playing. I did not have a remote in my hand. I was full horizontal on that couch. I knew I did not do anything. I knew I did not do anything. I, I knew something was up. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm too high to do any of this right now. What's happening with this show? Like, full horizontal. That's a great description. And, and did anyone else think when they said Kevin, we were actually going to see Kevin Feige on <laughs> on a show. Something I always thought something was wrong because in the if you had the subtitles, no, no, see had, subtitles, give it the fuck away, and it, had, and it made oh, me mad. Yeah. They yeah, should have definitely just wrote it like normal yeah, and not give right. it away. So I was like, right. what the hell is a K E V I? Yeah, so I was like, so what, why is he spelling his name like that? So I was, it was confusing. It didn't really. It might have spoiled something a little bit, but it made us question something's up. No, it definitely it spoiled it because because they were they were trying to make you think it was something else was happening. Let, let me tell you what a stone. Oh, sorry. Let me tell you what a stone Brandon thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> a stone Brandon looked at that and was like, "What the fuck?" And then I caused <laughs> it to giggle because <laughs> I, I I mean watching this show high also I think really made me like it a lot. But but that goes for any show, you know. Um, but I I thought it was hilarious. I paused it to giggle, but then I looked at like the the drone thing itself and saw the attention to detail. Um, so first of all, it, it had the the red, blue, and green colors for the lights, similar how we saw that in Wandavision. Those are the original colors that are needed in pixels for televisions. Um, and then we also saw over it. We also know that Kevin Feige is famous for his hats. We we didn't get a hat on the machine, but we got a visor over it with a hat-like feature. So it, it was just like all the the nods and funny things for the for the, the callback to Kevin Feige, and I, I just thought right. it was hilarious. I, it was just so funny, and I loved uh, one little small detail, which I thought was I think one of the funny, but also just really weird things when when the kevin asked her to transform back into jen um and she they were like uh we need you to do it off camera and she was like why we don't have the budget they were like because you're very expensive (laughs) (laughs) oh and then they said the visual effects team moved on to a different movie and then did you guys notice the music that played after it said that yeah. What was it? It was, what, the, it was Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. They played the Black Panther little jingle, and I thought that was really funny. Um, which I'm I'm very excited for that movie too. Uh, but anyway, uh, overall, great episode. I thought it was a great ending. It was something new, and I the whole point of the whole show was to be something new, and the writers wanted that to be known. So they had She Hulk go to the writers' room and say, "We don't have to do everything the way that it's always been done." And I thought it was really funny and cool. And I kind of hope that more writers and uh, creators over there kind of take note from that and then realize they don't have to stick to a formula. There doesn't have to be a certain, like a, um, and and I think they're listening because werewolf by night was fantastic, but we'll, we'll also do an episode about that later on. Um, Speaking of the formula. Also, we were talking about before, all of the theories about who was trying to get her blood before we like knew you who were was. wrong, yeah. Brandon. I was yeah, wrong, but, but that's I was great. right. I love that because we were speculating about um, uh, Mallory book. Mallory? Yeah, I hate the stupid. You're but both that was successful on women. 
And so you have to be against each other. Yeah, it was definitely on purpose. And I love that they didn't do that. I love Very that too, but in the com, the also one reason I was suspicious suspicious was in the comics, Mallory Book is like gained super powers and like goes after She Hulk. So like they were hinting at it, but like I'm I'm glad that I agree with you, and I'm glad we got a, like a little bit more about Mallory, and I hope we like see her in the future. I hope we see all of them in like uh, Captain America, um, World War whatever, uh, World Order. I don't know. <laughs> New World Order. New order at McDonald's order. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I, I'm, I'm very excited for She-Hulk's future. Um, what do you guys think of this episode, and where do you think She-Hulk's future lies? I... The only thing I didn't like is that with all the chaos in the writers' room thing, it feels like we didn't actually get an ending to any of the storylines. And it's like, what actually happened though? You changed it, but what happened? You didn't tell me what happened. I need to know. I yeah, agree with that I, to, I, I a, side to with a T a little bit. I think they should have. I think they should have kept this ending and then gave us more Actually, resolution. Actually, like show right, right. What gave happened? us more resolution to that ending and like rewind it and go again. Yeah, kind of like, kind of like they did in Wayne's World. You know, like exactly. Like when, yeah, they like should have Wayne's like, World it. They should have Wayne's World. It was like, you know what? This sucks. Let's do the mega happy ending, and then they go back to that. You know, like back to that beginning of the scene, and then they actually do yeah. the endings. You know, but oh, yeah, that's also, the thing that was missing for me. I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. But I did like also another funny thing when she was like, and when are we getting the X-Men? And then she like gave a thumbs up and winked at the computer <laughs> or the yes. camera. <laughs> and I'm like, looking it's at like, the they know, they know. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. Kevin was like, yeah. I can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff to be excited about though in, in the uh, MCU. Um, I think this might be a good stopping point for our episode tonight on She-Hulk, but wait, Patrick Brandy. is going to say, no, that's not true, and tell me <laughs> something else. Yeah, that, that, that seems to be the case. No, I thought Brandon would want to talk about, like, a Hulk son a little bit here. Oh, we, yeah, I totally forgot about Scar, honestly. Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about Scar in in the comics. He's just like that. He's Hulk's son. Um, there's actually a lot of speculation of what his, or who his mother is, and what uh, alien species she falls under. Um, and that's like the reason why his hair is so wonky like that. My God, what a hairline. Um, <laughs> it's, LeBron, it's a LeBron like hairline. It's no, it's it, that that's a half court hairline. Like that's. Oh my God. That, that, <laughs> 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 Jeremy just broke. <laughs> Holy shit. That's like a, a contest at halftime from a random fan in the audience. Shot right there. Like, Brandon's on a roll, everybody. Let him go. Sorry, 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 sorry. But anyway. I don't know why they did his hair like that. I thought it was a very so weird who, creative choice. But anyway, here, who do you think the mom is? It, there's I forget the name of the species, but the species is born with like hair like that, and they're like magical in nature and shit like that. And like I forgot who they are, but like Scar is going to be very interesting. I think this could very well lead to a World War Hulk movie, um, which is a huge storyline in the comics where basically Bruce is thrown into a planet where there are a bunch of Hulk beings just like him due to gamma radiation. Um, or maybe it's like a different multiverse where like everyone's a Hulk because there's just so much gamma radiation in that multiverse or something. That's, something that's along the lines of that. But I think that could very well happen. Um, and I think that would be really cool. But I'm also curious of what Sakaar is like right now after Ragnarok and the revolution, which was hilarious with Jeff Goldblum. 
<laughs> that, that is true. I'm also uh, so I'm also curious about um, whether or not we'll see She Hulk maybe in like Daredevil, maybe for like a brief appearance. Now that they've have you know a relationship or here or not, that would be and, cool. Maybe they'll tag team a, a very important court case. Maybe, but I think that I I love Jen Walters, but like I don't want. I know where this is going. I don't want this to be easy for Matt Murdock. Having She-Hulk around would make things so much easier for Matt Murdock. Nothing is ever easy for somebody like Matt Murdock. And I don't want, and I'm, I'm, I don't want it to be easy for him (laughs) because I, I want it to be excellent in writing and I want it to be about him just like how I want I want She-Hulk, you know, to be about She-Hulk. Um, right, but and like, they made think, it that clear. They made. It I very think that clear. She-Hulk would be a welcome addition in a courtroom, and and perhaps in like a brief appearance, maybe in a superhero capacity. But I don't think that like her presence would be good for the writing, perhaps in this series. But I think her role in Captain America: New World Order is going to be perfect. I think she's going to be so necessary and so badass. Wait, um, it, wait, she confirmed to be in. The it, there's order? i don't know if it's confirmed or not but like it's she can be implied it's I think, been at this point. widely reported that she is going to be in that movie interesting um, okay so i think that and i really hope so because her and anthony mackie would have a, oh my excellent on throw in bucky barnes exactly like that it would be <laughs> Sebastian good stand yeah they, they would have the the really good comedy perhaps the chemistry some, the chemistry you know Tatiana Mislani would kill that shit, and so would they. Um, and I, I just think it would, it would, it's going to be a really good movie if she's in it. Um, but I don't think that she would be as good writing wise for for for, uh, for Daredevil? Daredevil. She would be good because she's a wonderful actress. But like she, it would it wouldn't be good for writing wise, in my personal opinion. I kind of agree with that for sure. I mean. But this, if she's, show if she's by not in Captain is, America, I'll be I'll be pissed if she's not in Captain America. Like I I need her in Captain America. All right, we'll circle be, back to that in uh, twenty twenty four. It's Katie's gotta got to be high stakes enough for a Hulk. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, Katie's got something. Oh, I was just looking to see if I could find out what the alien people you were talking about are called, and possibly shadow people. I think that was it. I I don't remember. It, yeah, it was. Really it says in people. the comics his mother is a member of the shadow people. Okay, they are a mystical it. race. I think that was it. And so I'm not the only, I'm not the only one that thought. magical ability like... known as the old power. Ooh, I wonder if he so has we'll the old see. power. Yeah, caused his hairline to move back three <laughs> stratospheres. <laughs> yeah, that hairline is so far back; it needs a passport. It's it's oh man. Yeah, the hairline is so far away from a head, it does need a passport to get into... Exactly. Okay. But I think <laughs> that is a good place to end our episode for tonight. Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Our viewership is kind of on the rise, actually. Um, Great. But thank you all. Thank you, Katie, Patrick, and Jeremy. Um, you can find our podcasts anywhere where podcasts are found, but please give us five stars on Spotify if you are able to. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody.